What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Splash Podcast. I'm your boy, Cliff. Joining me, as always, is Zeke the Geek. In today's video, we're talking about the next entry in the Emmy-winning, Emmy award-winning Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, WandaVision won an Emmy for that show. So the MCU now has awards under its belt. <laughs> so it is now an award-winning series. But yeah, we're talking about... Oscar for I don't know. For I don't think so. And Endgame won the special effects award? Mm-mm. Nope. What the heck won the special effects awards though that year? Who knows? Probably focusing on something else. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, we're here for the next entry. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Let me make sure I pronounce that right. And the Legend of the Ten Rings. You know, it's it's a movie that like a lot of people have been waiting for. It was my most anticipated film of phase four so far. Uh, we saw this, um, you saw it, like, what was it, the Thursday night or Friday night? I don't know if people are waiting for it, but I feel like... I feel like there were some people just, who were, like, waiting for I it. I feel like people more so just were ready for the next chapter of the MCU to feel like the world's back to normal. Because, mm-hmm. like, the last real big thing that we all shared together as a collective was Endgame. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, Spider-Man. Right. So Black Widow, you know, it's different because it's a flashback movie, you know. Right. Like this is the first after Spider-Man like story that takes place after. Well, no, WandaVision also takes place and Falcon and the Soldier. I mean, they but all do in, in terms, terms of, of the movie. Back in the movie. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. budget. We hear. Right. Thing that all brought us all to the dance because mm-hmm. it wasn't in huge. Exactly, but yeah, Shang Chi, Legend of Ten Rings. Um, but this will be a spoilers discussion I'm at some point. Done right. <laughs> we dropping bombs already, but yeah, um, we'll try and keep this, I guess, spoiler free for like two minutes. Or do you just want to go straight into spoilers? Just right. Uh, it's been out for two weeks. We'll we'll do a quick non-spoiler. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you go first. What do you think about the movie, just in general? Uh, was fun. I had fun. I yeah. went with my girlfriend, and she had a real, she had a fun time. Mm-hmm. She was laughing. I had a good time. Um, I thought it was, I, I I think the action is great. I was telling Cliff you the other day. <laughs> it um, it's probably the best action in the MCU. At, to date, mm-hmm. in terms of hand-to-hand combat, um, even better than the scene from um, Winter Soldier, where it's uh, Cap versus Bucky, like in the street. Cut. It's still cut up. It's good. Did they cut in Shang Chi too for some scenes. They do in some, but not, not a lot. Like the first action scene, like yeah, it's tighter, so it's different. But like the scaffolding scene, there's a lot more shots that breathe. I just wish we pulled out instead of being so tight sometimes. Um, but anyway, we'll mm-hmm. get into all that. Um, I had fun. I had a good time with this movie, man. It was just nice to just be back and like have the MCU style laughs and like just be caught up in the story, be caught up in the spectacle. I'm not sitting here saying it's my favorite MCU movie ever. Mm. Um, just in terms of 
this was a breath of fresh air because we're not directly, you know, following a bunch of sad boys who are like, oh, our friends are dead or our friends left. I mean, we are oh, the world, sad boy, though. We are, but like, at least he has a happy friend. Yeah. To balance him out. Mm. And that's something I will say is. He has his roadie. His like our main character. Mm hmm. Shines physically, but doesn't shine anywhere significantly. Like even the like he had great moments all throughout this movie, but in terms of emotional, impactful moments, mm-hmm. no. And I know this actor can do it. Like I really enjoy seeing his work. Exactly. Um, so, Tim's I know the dude can act. That's not the problem. I just feel like Chang Chi Chu. Shang-Chi 2 will definitely fix this. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope. I can't see into the future. But, you know, I feel like, hey, it's first one out of the gate. And that's sure. first one out of the gate with a new character, an origin story at that. Um, good. Good job, Marvel. Right direction. Keep mm-hmm. it up. What about you, man? Uh... To bounce off what you said, uh, I think this is one of the better solo outing movies, which isn't saying much, I feel like, in the MCU, because I feel like the they're, like... Entertaining. Yeah, it's entertaining. Like, like compared to the other stuff, I think this Black Panther and Iron Man are still, like, the best solo outing stories in the MCU as of right now, in terms of, like, movies. And Winter Soldier, I'll add that, because that's, like, an ensemble piece, kind of. Kind of. I mean, all of Captain America's movies are an ensemble piece for the most part. I mean, every movie is an ensemble piece for the most part, but in terms of like, it's mainly about this character. Let's just Mm. keep it in the origin realms, I I would say. Okay, then yeah, then Iron Man, Black Panther, and Shang-Chi are my, or at least for me, the top three. Like, solo. Like, I would also say Guardians of the Galaxy is a good origin story for the Guardian Galaxy, but. That's also an ensemble cast. You know, mm-hmm. if it was just Chris Pratt, I think we'd be having a different conversation. Um, I, 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 I should say also, I enjoyed I want him. him to have a win. Who, Chris? I want him to have a win. Like, people are really excited about the Jurassic World <laughs> franchise, and I'm like, I haven't cared. But, like, people talk about it with reverence now, and I'm like, when? Since when? Hey, we all agree. Like, it's making billions of dollars. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that translates into what oh, I saw rocked my socks off. Anyway, I know that's not the conversation we're having. You didn't love when Bryce I, Dallas Howard ran wanted... with the flare in the high heels, in the kin heels, with the T-Rex behind her? But apparently, she has, like, a cult. Like a weird male cult that's in love with her, and I'm like, listen, my Dallas Howard is a gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. I just think some of this stuff is unhealthy. No, oh, definitely. Fan culture and like simp culture is very unhealthy in in movies, and like it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, but like I, I I'm entertained with the movie. I agree. I think Shang Chi, like visually, he's great, but I think in terms of like emotion and like a character arc, he's the least interesting you know and like i know that's 
I guess it might be controversial, don't know, but like everything else about the movie, like even Tony Leong is um as Winwoo, as much as I feel like he's also okay, he's still at least more interesting to watch on screen. Just because he's a great actor. You know, in like the world of doing a lot without having to do a lot. Right. Exactly. And like I say, even though I think the character arc itself is just pointless and like it Oh I mean Yeah. Oh, you know, he he like this is kind of getting the spoiler territory. I'll save it for later. But um, overall, I enjoyed the movie. I'm definitely gonna pick it up on Blu-ray. If I got Doctor Strange on Blu-ray, which is an okay like Marvel origin story, I think I'm gonna add Sean. I Sean like Doctor Strange. Well, I like. I think it's cool. It's okay, but like, I'm not out here like, oh man, y'all need to see Doctor Strange. It's like, not. It's not. We haven't gone full Doctor Strange yet. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't. What if? But. I would like to see that in live action. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Real quick, side tangent, fun theory. The Doctor Strange fighting Peter Parker is the Doctor Strange from What If. Anyway, back to Shang-Chi. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll come back around to Unless that. You when, comment on that. We'll come back around to it when Spider-Man drops. We'll have plenty of time to mention that. I'll, I'll tag this part in the video <laughs> that when we record i'll bring it back hey remember this watch this people here we are let's talk about it now but yeah overall i enjoy shang chi i do have some small gripes they might be nick pits they nick nitpicks they might not be especially for like how they use abomination and then they also pull a joke at the end of this movie that they did 10 years ago i like abomination's use because uh, we'll get into it yeah like i said we'll get into it but like yeah i i enjoy the movie yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, this movie did enough work for me to be interested in the sequel and seeing where these characters go. So yeah, let's just get into spoilers. Let's go right into it. Uh, yeah. Where do we even start with this? Um, there's a dragon at the end, <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> there's a whole kaiju fight. <laughs> like, and I'm all here for it. I love how the dragon is low-key a waterbender. <laughs> like, I'm all here for it. It's great. This is the most anime, most anime, live action movie I've seen mm. in a very long time. For for a second, I thought they were going to say that the dragon was their mother because she never shows up again after the like first. No, five she did. Of the movie it's just well, there are reveals that she was murdered. Yeah, happened at the wrong times in these in this movie. Mm. I feel like the flashbacks were weirdly place mm. um i feel like we should have done all of that up front mm-hmm. oh I, okay, I, in I between yeah, yeah, yeah. he's returning certain things remind him of certain moments and then we lived in there for like two to three minutes and then we get back mm-hmm. to the main story early and then we just keep up real time for the like final half of the second and then mm-hmm. all the final third um, and then you mean in the moment where he tells Aquafina's character, like, oh, my dad actually sent me off to kill, you know, a blood death has to be, it has to be paid with blood. Like, he sent me off to kill somebody. Like, I think we should actually saw that moment. So we can actually truly feel how it felt yeah. in that moment. Like, he, which I think is a misfortune of this movie, unfortunately. Because I feel like I probably would have truly cared for Shang Chi, for Shang, in, by that point. But, yeah, I agree. I think if they also showed the flashback to his mom dying right after 
him like right after when we fell in love with her we got it we good we get it then we can move on from there essentially but um but yeah i thought they were going to reveal that like the dragon was the mom as well because i also feel like the dragon kind of just low-key shows up randomly even though they set up that like the great protector helped out and has been around somehow it's just been chilling in the ocean for this long in Shang-Chi when he dies which also this movie also feels very convenient with a lot of things like super convenient especially with the Ten Rings because how can Shang-Chi know how to use those especially if his dad put him away he's seen him though he's seen him in action I mean yes but like there's like there's no explanation that which also the movie vaguely like leaves a lot of things open with the t- like history of the Ten Rings, how they actually fully work and all that stuff, like that's they're- because they're from the future. Oh yeah, I, no, I, I think they're kings. Yeah, I don't even think they're kings. I just believe they are things from the future that are probably made by celestials. And okay, that's I believe like they might have something to do with like long term, like one whoever the big bad like when we finally get the announcement of Avengers, like, they are going to be, that is going to be wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. And so, that's what I feel like anyway. Okay. Um, now, the Ten Rings themselves, they were not focused on. I feel like, don't call the movie Chang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings if we're really not going to go into the legend of the actual Ten Rings. Especially if you say that, like, oh, we don't know how, when we got them. Some say he got them in a cave. Some say he got them here. I'm like, okay, you're purposely leaving this open for future movies. Because when and when we get to, like, the actual post-credit scenes... Which is fine. I like that setup. It's just then do something earlier mm-hmm. to suggest... Which is like, like my thing about significance. It. The significance that they're going to have in the future, they should have had a little bit more significance within the plot of the movie. Exactly. But because that aside, again, mm-hmm. because again, to bring it back to your point, that's why I feel like it's very convenient for Sean for Sean to learn how to use these ten rings, especially when his aunt taught him the moves to how to stop his father from using them. Just like. So the auntie really could have just been the one to do the final fight <laughs> if they truly wanted I to. Think, I think the missing beat in that first encounter, mm. the mother should have been able to control five rings like Shang, like Shang does mm. when she first fights him and meets him. Which also, we never go back to that. She should have been able to do something. I agree. Which is fine. We have that moment. I just thought like it was going to convert like the fight was going to be like there like oh this is where you and where your mother and I met so like we're going to settle this. That would have been nice uh, poetic symmetry, but it wasn't going to yeah, happen. It's fine, but like I just thought that was going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Kaiju fight, so right. Um, That's fair. Should have like their final like staff and ring battle should have taken place there personally, but. They were so far away, like they were in Talo at that point, and that's mm-hmm. on the outside of Talo. Is it like in terms of the actual village itself? Mm-hmm. So yeah, but because he didn't but, go through the he didn't go through the um the, the waterfall. Remember? Yeah. 
Right, because Talo is in a whole nother universe. So, but somehow she was chilling a whole temple outside. The, like it doesn't. Yeah, it's the force. She was in a section of the force. Okay. We just never returned to that section. Okay. Specifically. Well, clearly she had to, because um, the aunt and the other um, members of uh, of that community know that this guy existed, so they had to have either met him. Yeah, or I'm just saying we her. never seen the movie. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It happened off screen, definitely. There's a lot of things that happened off screen in this story. Actually, I don't think he's ever been to Talo. It's uh, no, he has. He because he knows them. He he knows that like because they even said, "Oh, we just didn't accept you." And I'm like, okay, so how did he? She had to direct him to it. And, yeah, but he didn't know how to get there. He did it, but so like. She had to have sent him, like, took him there at some point, or all those people came out. Maybe because there's no telling if he brought his army back. I don't know. Like, it's a lot of unclear things that we probably aren't meant to focus on. We're just like, here's the base plot. Let's move on. <laughs> Basically, I feel like let's talk about Trevor. Flatter <laughs> it. Mr. Ben Kingsley. Oh, what a great way to reference I had so much I fun. Seen in such a I had so much fun with that. It was great. I can't wait for my gigantic Marvel rewatch. Right. Minus the shows. I'm not, I'm not stupid. That's mm. too much. <laughs> I might watch finales, but not. Or just watch compilations on YouTube. Season. You can watch the quick scenes on YouTube and call it a day. And whatnot, but yeah, like that's a very interesting way to like bring back or like bring mention back to Iron Man three, the thing that everyone scolded the MCU for at the time. Iron Man one, bro. All oh, right, the Ten Rings have been yeah. dropped since Iron Man one. Mm -hmm. Which also, I'll this is Iron Man say, Did the Ten Rings actually feel threatening to you in this movie? Because they did not at all. Razor Fifth and Death Deer are just like wasted to me. Oh, you're talking about the actual organization. Yeah, like the actual organize yeah, the actual organization, like the crime organization Ten Rings. Razor Fist was weird. Like it was just a very interesting, like I don't understand the choice. Because hmm. he was never funny to me. Like a lot of people were like, oh, Razor Fist, just awful. Just got awful. And I'm like, it was just more like yeah, him and he's in, and then Death Dealer is just wasted because also they pulled a joke from the first Avengers with Death Dealer where the giant bugs are like or like monster things are coming out and like um, whoever is telling Razor Fist like, oh, we need you to help us. Like we need to stop fighting, blah, 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 blah. Razor Fist is like, no, we're not going to stop. And then they attack Death Dealer, take his soul. And then Razorback's like, okay, we'll help. I'm like, y'all just, y'all pulled this in Avengers when Cap took out the Shatari and the cops had to work with him. I'm like, we're doing this again? Like, y'all y'all wasted Death Dealer for this? Like, what is going on here? Like, that makes no sense. Granted, yes, Death Dealer was wasted, but also, I like the fact that it wasn't like this mini boss. Mm. He was just a guy. He was just there Granted. for a reason. I know, I know, I know, I know. Trust me, I know. But it, like in the grand scheme of things, did I really care once I left the movie theater? No, I wasn't mad. Uh, again, I was just like, 
Mm. I, I wasn't here for those side characters. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, if that deal was made for, because the moment I stopped caring was when Shang didn't even really have like an emotional reaction to fighting Death Dealer. Mm. And like, I thought, oh, it's going to be beautiful because he's going to cut his cheek. And then it's going to be like that, haha. Mm. I have gotten better. But then the dad comes in and stops. And that didn't happen. As soon as that didn't happen, I was like, Death Dealer's not important. Got it. Mm. He's just a cool dude in the suit. That doesn't really cool. do anything. Yeah, he's just a he's just a general flunk. He's just there. And it didn't bother me because they didn't make him big and then do that. They kept him same level. It was consistent throughout the whole movie. Right. So I never felt like, ah, there was no payoff for this thing. It was just sort of like, nope. Right. And to bring it to what your is. point, or like to add on to your point, it also wouldn't have mattered that he was the first one to get his soul taken since he didn't have any importance. Him dying, like he was just a prop essentially exactly. for this movie. Oh, that sucks. There's no like personal connection, like oh, him and what's his face were friends. Like he was like his star pupil. Blah blah blah. You know what would have been interesting is if I would have loved to see um, if his sister was Death Dealer. Like if she didn't actually run away and like start her own like crime. Yes. Like I just thought that would have been interesting if she was like, oh, here you are, the person who your dad sent to get the other jewel, like jeweled green eye dragon piece, is your actual sister who's now the death dealer. Let's let's discuss this, you know, blah 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 blah. Sister didn't care about those after. Nope, they they they, you just need those. They were just used for the map to get to um the magic town or magic city, whatever it is. That's all. It's truly all it was, but um, but yeah, what do you think of um, what was it? Are there any other characters that like stood out to you, like that you did enjoy? I enjoy Katie, mm, Aquafina's character, right? Yeah, are um, they just like, close you, friends, or are they like insinuating yeah, their dates? Okay, they're friends. They're good friends. Okay, cool. I'm with that. Because that ending when Wong showed up, they decided to hold hands. I'm like, so are they, do they find each other interesting? Like, here's the thing if they, if it grows into that, cool. But they didn't need to do it here. It was just, Mm -hmm. hey, it's acknowledging that we care about each other. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. And also, she just had to be there for the post credit scene (laughs) for some reason. But yeah, I get that. Mm. But uh, what do you think? But what do you think of uh, Wenwu? Like just the villain of the story overall? Do you think he's top, like one of the top MCU villains or whatnot? Because like not in terms of like super uber motivation. Mm. But he was just cool. Like what we got of him, I was never bored of him when he was on screen. Mm. He was never freaking Malekith. You know what I mean? So. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's Malekith like really like right? Huh? Malekith was a uh, Mads no. Mikkelsen, right? Mads Mikkelsen was in Doctor Strange. Malekith, the Dark Elf. Oh, oh, okay. Thor two. Sorry, my bad. I forget who that was, but because mm. I will say, Wenwu feels like he feels like um, or the actor. I feel like he suffers from what every other great actor who's played a villain in this franchise, outside of Killmonger and Thanos, where they're great actors, but the stuff they get is just 
very bland and straightforward. Like they don't actually get a chance to really, and Loki. really shine. Yeah, and, Loki. and Winter Soldier. Mm. Sure, I'll, I'll add Bucky to that. Well, the physical embodiment of the bad guy. Mm. So he's he's the bullet regard. essentially. Yeah, he's the bullet for their gun or whatever. Yes, being shot yeah. by Robert Griff. Yeah, but I'm just thinking like Maz Mikkelsen, um, Abomination. Who I'll get to him in a second because I really enjoy Abomination from The Incredible Hulk. Um, Kate Blanchett as Hella. You know, you're getting all these really top talented actors to play these villains, but at the end of the day, like at the end of, at the end of the day, I'm like I'm shrugging my shoulders. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're going, whatever. Like I lied to you not when when we got eaten by the monster. I was like, okay. He's gone. Guess he's not really going to get any redemption. Which it sounded like he wasn't ever going to anyway because he was just obsessed with bringing his... I mean, he had his moment and he gave the rings to Sean. I don't know if that was really like a moment like, oh, I'm sorry. So it was just more like, oh, I'm dead. So now the rings are just going to go to the next closest person that's around. Like, I didn't feel like it was an actual, an actual like action of like sorrow. Or like I learned what I did wrong. I read it as I read it as that is like mm. it's up to you. Like you've earned this. These have you been my curse. Hopefully you can do better. Mm. You know, fair. that's how I read that moment. I've watched a lot of anime, sir. There's no inner monologues and no you know, episode <laughs> half of thinking. So, right. If this was an anime, they would have spent like two episodes on just that one moment. <laughs> yeah. Also, their fight would have been longer, and more dramatic. Mm-hmm. But, and that's my thing. I feel. I feel like the fights don't hold any weight for me. If they just feel like action pieces that were like we just need to get through. Like they're impressive in fight. That moment before we got to the actual kaiju battle, mm-hmm. their fight like. Oh, their conversation. Their actual fight, I was like, this should be more... It should be emotional. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell a story through a fight. And I feel like we're still missing that in the MCU. Just the emotional level that a, a real, well-thought-out fight can actually do. Mm-hmm. Go full anime. Let them throw a couple of hits. Stop, take a moment, circle each other, have a conversation, get back into it, you know? Set up the next set piece. Stop for a moment. Someone's high, someone's low, and they're having a conversation, just like, mm-hmm. you know. Get visual. Go for it. Go for it. As long as the writing is tight mm-hmm. and the choreography is good, all that can flow really well if you do it well enough and pace it properly. Because right. you don't want to make things too long, and then it's just like, well, you don't have a couple of episodes to make this conversation go. You have about two to three minutes. Keep it moving because it's a two-hour film. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, by the way, feel the runtime? Did you ever felt like you felt the runtime in any way? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I didn't. I had to pee definitely by the end of the movie. Like this movie doesn't feel long. Yeah, it, it, it never feel felt long either. No. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Same sentence. 
it never yeah. felt it never felt like I was sitting there for two hours and twelve minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also was like, I definitely sat here for like two hours. Mm-hmm. I do think they could have added more to like you know just to the story in general, which probably would have made it feel longer. But yeah, I agree. The I guess the pacing at least just felt appropriate is the word I guess I should use more for that yeah. uh, description. But yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, th- I I just I think my overall thing with MCU movies is I would like to see the emotional one-on-one confrontation mm-hmm. instead of the giant CGI battle. Not that I didn't enjoy the giant CGI battle I got in this movie because I did. But also, if you're going to have a martial arts movie, end it with your best martial arts fight scene possible. Because sometimes in the martial arts movies, those scenes are kind of long because you just, you feel it. Like, even if they're watch not talking. Watch the too. Exactly. And watch the final fight. Mm-hmm. That fight is a just a beautiful choreographed war mm. and you feel it are you talking about the kitchen scene not. or the um because uh, i was gonna say because then even the fight after yeah. that, when he's in the hallway fighting the girl with the hammers and the bat yeah but that's that's after that's after the kitchen fight because that's the end where he actually confronts the bad guys oh yeah because he's fine he finally because he's going up um Anyway, watch that fight. Same sentiment. Watch watch the last fight in first grade. Like, make it. You can make it emotional. You can make it count and make it cool. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of what I wanted to see. Where it's just like, no, Chang really has to go for it and have this moment where he's like, I could kill my dad, but I'm choosing not to. Mm -hmm. And then have that moment where it's like, oh crap, there's a thing that's bigger than both of us. That we both need to team up and stop. Then the dragon. Let's work together, Dad. They both have a set of rings. They're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. They're doing good. They have that moment where they take that glance at each other. They smirk. And then the monster grabs him, kills him. He Mm -hmm. throws him the rings. And then you do everything the way it happened. Mm -hmm. I just felt like, go full anime with the bad boy. Do it. Don't be afraid of it. Do it. Embrace it. Embrace it. Chang-Chi is that chance for you to embrace it. Also Iron Fist, but we're not there yet. <laughs> Hopefully in time. Not yet. Oh. But yeah, um, but I guess we can do overall. Not because I want to see a white boy. I just mean like, because the potential of those two meeting. There's a dragon. And having a disagreement. Like, in fighting. Yeah, we're a step closer to Fing Fang Foom. Which is great. Exactly. Also, mm. if we get Fing Fang Foom before Modoc, I don't know what we're doing. Before more. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, there's no more Iron Man, but you can give Riri mm. the villains we haven't used yet. Loki, have you watched the Modoc show on Hulu? <laughs> I watched first episode. I never watched care it. Less. I literally have heard no one talk about the show, so I'm like, it must just be trash. I've heard a couple of people talk about it, and it's just like, it's not must-see, so I'm not going to go see it. Yeah, that's fair. I saw the first episode, and I was like, ah. Mm. 
That's fair. So yeah, so what? So uh, I guess uh, last question: What's like your favorite fight scene in this movie? The one on the bus, because mm. it's in daylight. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's cool, and it's our first like. That's our introduction to Shang Chi, mm-hmm. and and it's perfect. And also the fact that hey, thank you, Sima Liu, for doing your due diligence and learning the craft and being able to do the majority of your stunts. Thank you, mm-hmm. because that matters and that's important. And as actors, we do learn stage combat. And I feel like a lot of actors, they always like, listen, I get it. Not everybody wants to do stunts and work like that. And not everybody's expecting anybody to be able to fight like that anyway. But, but if you're auditioning hey, for this know course. how to use a broadsword. Know how to have an un, an unarmed combat, combat fight. Like, mm-hmm. do it. I love that stuff, man. Like, me as an actor personally, doing sword fighting, doing hand-to-hand combat, like, it's awesome. And the things you can do within your own skill set too like you can make an interesting fight with someone who's not that experienced it's just how you work with them i just feel like give these people give these actors the time because mm. like the fact that if i don't start seeing mahersha ali training be blade with sword work what are we doing you get them a trainer like you get actors personal trainers to get in shape for these movies get them stunt trainers Martial arts trainers, don't just give them three months to mm. learn basic moves so they can at least get through the motions. No. Get them six months. Mm. Make sure that they have solid footwork. We'll so thank you, CMG. And so that first fight scene is dope because it's fun. We get a lot of K- Katie in there too. So it's like, it's that even balance of comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude from Spider Man was back as the blogger, which was awesome. Oh, that's hey, okay. Spider Man, Phil Backlit. Oh, okay, okay. I did not know. I thought that was just a brand new character <laughs> that they just put oh, in the movie. Same guy. I love it. I love the fact now that like we are that deep into the MCU that we can just <laughs> throw Even people now. anywhere. And I love it. I love it because it makes sense. He's a New Yorker. He'd be there. I mean. He's in San Francisco now. Mm. But also, if I was a New Yorker and I've seen all the crap New York went through, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go to San Francisco. All they got is a giant dude. That sounds fun. And now I'm on a bus watching somebody fight with a dude with a sword on him. <laughs> so that was great. As, as um, Not like long-standing YouTubers, but as freshly started YouTubers, I felt that. I felt that where it was like, got to do it for the content, baby. I do for content. Speaking of, we'll get to the Fast Furious at some point. We'll finish that. We'll finish it. There's no rush. Life, people. Hey, guess what? Life gets in the way sometimes. Sometimes things come up. Sometimes you get a booking and you got to rehearse. And then you got to go track. Then you got to go do a show. And then you get home and then you're tired. Mm-hmm. That's true. But yeah, I agree. I think my. Um, um, you work a job, you hate. You just go home. Now you want to do a shower, eat, sleep. That's fair. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I agree. My favorite. Uh, I'm not talking about my job. I like my job. Thank you. Yeah. No, my job is great. It's the people I work with who are annoying. Like it's just people who complain, and I'm like, we literally get paid to do the most simplistic thing ever, 
Like it's easy money. But yeah, my favorite um my favorite action scene I would agree is the bus. But I was really hoping that um the bamboo scene because like oh are we about to get some rush hour two like Jackie Chan like just straight up bamboo action here? But then I realized the the that was a like skyscraper of a building. So they, and so like they're not about to do anything that far away from the ground. Mm. You know, but then, you know, and I hope that, like, I was hoping that the fight between Shang and the Death Dealer would have been more impressive. Because I think the lighting for that was perfect. All of them, like, I'm here for this. But it didn't really go anywhere, unfortunately. But, yeah, the bus scene is probably my favorite as well. Shout out to Shang's costume. It's, it's cute. It's adorable. Like, it's just... Yeah, the jewelry's on the entire yeah. time, bro. Yes. <laughs> like... I was, I was like, yes, just give me the scale drag, dragon scale armor, jeans, sneakers. Call it a day. Easy cosplay, right there, bro. Mm -hmm. So many dudes gonna be like, yo, I get to wear my Jordans and go to Comic Con. Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. And Loki, I'm Loki. Oh, um, I, mean, I know what they doing. What they doing? <laughs> they ain't doing flips in them joints though. They not putting creases in them whatsoever. They walk on the eggshell. Oh, none of them doing backflips. None of them can actually do a backflip. They messing up their kicks, but right. they at least know, yo, I'm getting some photos sake. I'm a, I'm a little right. Exactly. Get a nice cut, clean shave. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also, before we get to like the final post credit scenes and all that stuff, there's a theory I want to throw out at you. Also, I do want to talk about the whole... Real quick, mm -hmm. I do want to uh, just give a shout out I like the use of Wong throughout the MCU right now. I'm really digging it. I'm really digging it. Like, yes, make him matter. Great actor. He should be. Like, let's do stuff with him. He should not just be the Jarvis. He should not just be the Alfred. He needs to be his own character because in the comics, yes, Wong is more so like the billionaire's butler that helps him fight crime. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now with Doctor Strange doing the multiverse of the madness stuff, he's like, Hey, you got them rings? We need to figure out what's going on here. Like, what y'all up to? Well, like and I like the, the fact that he has things going on that I feel like will get fleshed out. Mm -hmm. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a long T V series one day in the second wave of slate Disney of Plus shows. Disney Plus. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you gotta get the other side characters stuff going on and I feel like they're doing it they're doing it better this time around where they're like, all right, we're gonna set up our side characters a whole lot better and mm. just have them flow in and throughout the MCU instead of just being like stuck in this one franchise and then eventually coming over. Like no, just also sprinkle them throughout. Them as much. Exactly. And you don't have to use them for a long period of time in any like specific mm. movie. If they're like in this movie, this movie Oh, you got a bunch of voice acting work in What If? Good. Mm -hmm. oh, Covered your page. You filming Doctor Strange too? Oh, real quick, Wong, since you're done here, come here so we can film with Captain Marvel, Mark Ruffalo, Simu, and Aquafina real quick. Bam, to go another paycheck for you. Thank you. We appreciate your time. Call it a day. I mean, they're all filming right now anyway, so they mm -hmm. could have easily just been like whatever set they were on because they're filming She-Hulk. They're filming the Marvels. They're filming, um, and I mean, this movie was shot a while ago, so anyway, like, mm. maybe not. Maybe probably. Oh, no, this could have been the first movie he shot coming back as long after Endgame, for all we know. 
I also like the fact that he just have his hair. They yeah. also probably could have filled it. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, I'm happy. Um, I just want to shout that out. Trevor Slattery was fun. Yep. Um, please, people, go watch Marco Polo. Because Benedict Wong is amazing in that show. Did that it show was already canceled. Oh, I was about to say. Didn't he get canceled? But mm. him, um, Thousand Eyes, best part of, the, of that show, hands down. He is so great as a con. It is insane. Benedict Wong, like, that's where I fell in love He's with legit. this man. Yeah. That's why I'm like, yes, please use him more because, you know, unless he's doing period pieces, he's not going to be like doing a lot of things that I'll probably be that I'll hear about. You know, he also has a nice voice. Like he needs to do some voice work. Yes, like he be doing. He just needs to be in more movies, right? But yeah, so put him in more outside of the MCU. That's true. But yeah, so here's my theory, real quick, or here's my uh, proposal to everyone. So. During the events of Loki, the show, we know Loki been traversing or doing the multiverse stuff ever since the first Avengers, technically. Even though the Avengers went back in time in Endgame, Loki was doing all that stuff, breaking the timeline, the branches, all that. So, I am officially saying that Kim's convenience is canon to the MCU. That is a branch. (laughs) Simu Liu, that is a branch. Jong, because I want... want, I want Appa to be in. <laughs> like I, want, I just want to see that character's reaction to seeing Sean <laughs> with the bow staff. And he's in Star Wars. They they both on Disney Plus. That's all that matters. Hey, it's a, I, as whatever. As long as they get him in here, because I just want to see that character's like reaction to like, oh, Sean, you have rings and a dragon. <laughs> well, we probably actually get that payoff. Maybe. Who knows? Their relationship. Mm, probably. Oh well, we're not. The show love for them to just have a podcast and then do an improv scene of what they thought it would look like. Mm. Do it. Why not? Like your actors, go for it. And Paul already. That's what I would do. Like if I was ever part of something that got canceled, and then I was like, "You want to just like shoot the crap and like just end it ourselves? Like just come up with what we think playing those characters Mm. would just naturally do. Let's do it. Improv, baby." Every actor learns where he reviews Star Wars like toys and collectibles, so they got a platform right there for it, so it can work. But yeah, um, I guess he wasn't in the Mandalorian, so he could review the Mandalorian, <laughs> so I can watch him talk about it mm-hmm. since he's in it. I can't. Right. But yeah, let's let's get in these uh, two post credit scenes real quick. Knock them out. Um, you said your theory, like you think it's related to the Celestials. Potentially, you know, the beacon that's being sent out. I think it's either connected to Kang in some way, or Galactus in some way, mm-hmm. or an, some type of being. Like, it's not from Earth. It is something mm-hmm. space and time and all that jazz influenced. Um... So that's what I have about that. Also, like on that, I just want to ask you real quick, just to add into this, mm-hmm. what is also your thinking of the phrasing of 
the Ten Rings will return instead of Shang-Chi will return. We all know Shang-Chi's definitely going to return, but the fact is, is the Ten Rings going to be... Because his sister's going bad. Mm-hmm. Just on the uh, I think she's just starting her like like when they set up um when she said if my father won't let me in his empire also, I'll make it my own. Sorry, before I forget, fun thing is we see uh one of the uh, former Black Widows in the oh, fight the scene, and then back at the training at the end of the movie too. Mm. So Black Widows are going to be popping up here well, and there, I'm and I'm saying, excited. The Dora Milaje exists. The Black Widows exist. Jowling got the Ten Rings and she's bringing women into this. The citizens... Uh, well, some Tawana of those women are now Black Widows. Mm-hmm. In the Ten Rings. The new Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is they. I bet I see all of them in some action in the next big culmination event, whatever it is. But, um, but to answer your question, I, I think um, it's interesting because one, I also, I also agree. I think the Rings are future tech because I think, I think specifically they're Kangs. Like my idea is that after the multiversal war that Kang was a part of, at some point, one of his versions had the actual rings and they just got knocked back into back through time through, I guess, essentially the sacred timeline. And then whenever Kang ends up being like big, bad for whatever Avengers movie it is, potentially Shang is going to go back, get the 10 rings and use them against Kang. But Kang is actually going to be like, Oh, I know those things. Let me show you how they really work. Because I feel like Shang and Wen will use them at, on a very primitive level, and then once Kang realizes what, that he that they have these rings, he's going to be like, "Oh, let me show you how these actually work." Yeah, right now here comes the thing. They're basically Infinity Stones. So mm-hmm. how do we get around? Each ring has its own ability and own thing that it does. And they also never set that up though yet, potentially. I know, but in the com- I'm just talking about in the comics because mm. as nerd glasses, mm. when I was reading Iron Man before 2008, um, you know, like that's, that's what the Mandarin did. Like each ring had its own power, mm. and he would use that in different ways to fight Iron Man. Which that would have been interesting so, when Wu versus Iron Man. We've already done the Infinity Stones, and they basically are like. Slightly lesser versions of that, but there's ten of them. Mm-hmm. I had the idea of like that. It would suck, but there is a stone in each ring, and so they could be transfigured into actual jewelry if need be. But there's like a stone, and eventually each ring has an ability that it can actually produce. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be actually more more work to set up specifically. Yeah, because it's infinity stones. Mm-hmm. Not that they actually are, but it's pretty much the same gist. Yeah, I just think they're future tech and like they allow you to um, control elements, specifically air, It's it appears, or at least vibra- mm-hmm. vibrational frequencies, it appears. Because also, I don't know how Alter Rings could also do a Kamehameha ball. Like, that's really unclear to me. Because I was like, how can Shang do that, but his father can't? Like, what exactly? I guess the I guess that was explained when he learns the dance or the 
combat dance that his aunt taught him that his mother did in the beginning, essentially. Yeah. But, yeah, who knows? We'll see. Like, clearly there's a beacon. Somebody's coming. Might be something for all we know. Yeah, who do you think it's calling? Uh, I think it's a Kang variant, potentially. Like, I think it's called... So do you think we're going to get a bunch of Kang variants throughout the MCU moving forward? Probably. I feel, like, once I feel like there's some madness fights? Probably. Because also, I'm just like... that's technically the big Avengers-esque movie, right? That's the event film. For Doctor Strange and Wanda, I don't know if anyone else will show up in it, though. I think we will. I think we'll get variants of a bunch of characters we've seen. Mm, maybe. Who knows? I don't know, but I, I think, think Spider-Man is supposed to be the movie that's like, hey, get here. ready. We're about to get weird. Mm. So they're going to give us fan service in terms of nostalgia. Mm. And then they're also going to give us fan service in terms of now you're going to see actors currently in the MCU playing different versions of their characters that are also well-known in the comics. Mm. Like we're getting white Nick Fury meeting black Nick Fury. I pray. David Hasselhoff? No, like, go legit. Like, give me an actor that you'd be like, wait a minute. I wouldn't actually hate seeing a Nick Fury movie with this guy. Mm. Give, me the, give me that kind of actor. You know what I mean? Mm. Give me that kind of actor where you're just like, wait a minute. That'd actually be kind of fun. Because mm-hmm. I love Sam Jackson, but we're never going to get a standalone Nick Fury movie because he's old. And so I'm never going to get to see Nick Fury be Nick Fury. Right. So if you got to give yeah. me, you know, don't recast that version of Nick Fury. Just do the other version of Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. But um, but yeah, no, don't put Dave Asmov anywhere near the MCU. He's a madman. <laughs> he's, he's insane. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, like I don't, I don't know what could happen. Um, I'm, I'm also just basing it because they specifically got Mark Ruffalo and um, Brie Larson in that scene, and like that's very like science and space based. So I'm like, it has to be someone. I mean, there's also Wong because it's there. It could potentially be magic, but I don't think it's magic. Also, like mm-hmm. it can't be Galactus or or the Silver Surfer because like, what does Galactus need ten rings for? He's a planet eater. What if they are beacons for the planet? Once the planet's in right condition, it then sends out a message. And that lets... To Galactus? Like, these aren't the only ten rings in the universe. There are a bunch of different planets, and they're just waiting to tell their master that, hey, this planet is right for the taking. Just a theory. I'm not, I'm not like, mm. 100% like... Dying on that hill. It could be a nihilist for all we know, honestly. Some random Marvel villain that no one's actually thinking about. And whatnot. Or it could be someone related to the Celestials. Or who knows, maybe Thor Love and Thunder might explain some of that. Because that's also, because like, I think that's one portion of the MCU where it's like, we still have yet to go into space, really. With this, like, we're we're now doing the multiverse. I'm like, we ha- we've barely been in space with these characters yet you know but who knows 
But thankfully, we don't have to think about it because there will be enough videos on YouTube where others will try and figure it out. Not saying that we're about to watch them, but like, we don't have to spend a whole bunch of time trying to figure out exactly who every character or every potential villain is going to be. Yeah. But also, I feel like Jonathan Majors would want to play the villain with 10 rings. Because I feel like that's also why he signed up to be Kang, is because he's about to just play a bunch of different versions of it. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9... Hold on. It's the ten. Trying to figure this out. It's the Tendo Command Number. Sorry, that's a Hamilton reference, people. Mm. But yeah, um, while he looks that up, uh, you guys, guys and girls, everyone, let us know what uh, you think about this movie in the comments. Is it your favorite Marvel movie? Is uh, when were your favorite villain? Is Shang Chi now like your favorite hero? What do you think of uh, Shaolin? I think she was pretty cool, especially since this was like the actor's first role in the movie. What if the Ten Rings are calling Shumagora? Who was that? Oh, was that the tentacle thing? Yeah. Why would they need rings? Shumagora. What can Shumagora do exactly? Oh, that's a video for another day, my friend. Because I didn't. I'm not the getting... first time I ever heard of it was when. Uh, the first episode of What If Drop. That's the first time I've ever seen Yoshima Gorath ever. No, you play Marvel's Capcom too. No, I haven't. <laughs> Told you I never played that game or those games. I want to take it for a ride. <laughs> but that's interesting. Let us know in the comments who you think the rings are calling. You know, or send us links. Get Yoshima Gorath. We are eventually an MCU getting Yoshima Gorath, and I can't. Mm. Who knows? We'll see. But um, but yeah, we'll grab half the show up in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness for sure. Probably. For Probably. sure. We'll see. That's my last. But yeah, let us know in the comments what y'all think. Um, overall thoughts. We enjoyed this movie. It's fun, even with the things that we mentioned. It's still entertaining. Um, congrats to the uh to the box office results. This movie made of. Ton of money, which we're happy for. That means we can get a sequel. We can see more of these characters. Blah 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 blah. All that good stuff. You got anything else to say about this movie in general? By any chance? Shout out to Abomination. At least we know the characters around, so they can show up again. You know. Well, he's showing up in She-Hulk. Um. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Shout outs to how Abomination looks now. Um, shout out to Wong, shout out to Tyler, uh, Trevor, shout out to Katie. Um, I know we didn't really get into it. I also think Shang-Chi's sister was a nothing character in this movie, just in terms of emotionally impactful. She didn't really do much. And I hope that gets corrected for both of those characters moving forward. I am impressed for this being her first movie, like ever. Like, I will give her that benefit. I'm just like, cool. Great. Give her more to do. Which they probably will. Like the idea of her character. Give her more to do. Mm. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Cliff, that's Seek the Geek. Like, share, subscribe. Check out our audio versions of these videos. All the links will be down below. Blah, 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 blah. Until next time, we hungry, we hot, we sweating. <laughs> we'll catch y'all next time. Peace.